Live from the Terry, this is... You know nothing, Lucas Tribble. A podcast for only one person with only one reason. To catch Lucas Tribble up on Game of Thrones so we don't have to hear him complain anymore about how behind he is in the show. I'm Steve Renault. And I'm Lauren Duke. And a special warning, the show is only for Lucas Tribble and no one else. If you're not Lucas Tribble, we kindly ask you to cease listening and unsubscribe from this podcast right now. We'll wait while you do this. Good, it's just now Lucas. Season 2. We start off with Joffrey as king. Ned has been beheaded. Westeros is now gripped in rebellion because Ned's northern kingdoms and all of his vassals have risen up in rebellion and named Ned's eldest son, named Rob, king of the north. A couple early battles go Rob's way. He actually captures uh, Jamie Lannister, that's Cersei's brother, in an early skirmish. And um, during all this, uh, Stannis Baratheon, that's Robert's brother, uh, is trying to make a claim to the throne as well. The king of the north, Rob Stark, doesn't want to become king of the Seven Kingdoms. He just wants to kind of break off and have his own kingdom. Stannis Baratheon, though, wants to take over and rule all Seven Kingdoms. So Stannis is is Robert's brother, yeah? Yeah, older brother. Um, and he's definitely um, a little more level-headed than Robert was. Um but the only drawback for him is that he believes in the Lord of Light, which is this like crazy pagan deity from um, really it's more of an Essos. I think it's type more thing. of an Essos religion because yeah. um, religion in the uh, Seven Kingdoms is based around the seven gods. Yeah, or the old gods. Or the old gods. So you have mm-hmm. the old gods and the new gods, and the old gods are these kind of carved gods and trees mm-hmm. and weirwood trees and the new gods are the seven gods um, and like the mother and the, the mother the father the warrior yeah, and the, kind of stuff. and uh, but the Lord of Light is from Essos kind of an upstart religion mm-hmm. sort of thing yeah um, so so Stannis is um, you know he's he's on the hunt he wants to quickly end this war and uh so he has this supernatural witch counselor, um, Melisandre, send a, like, this shadow demon baby that, like, she births under, um, wherever they were stationed, I don't know. They're, uh, they're off the, in the Stormland. So Robert's younger brother, Renly, mm-hmm. Uh, Stannis' brother, too, is also making a claim for the throne, and Stannis wants to knock off Friendly first mm-hmm. so that he can focus on the Lannisters. Yes. So, so Davos, one of... Um, ah, my favorite guy. One of Stannis' really, really great... He's kind of like um, his hand. Yeah, he, yeah, he's his hand, yeah. He's a smuggler, or he was a smuggler in the past, and uh, he's called the Onion Knight now, and uh, he smuggles... Melisandre into um, Renly's camp and she births this like demon shadow baby like ghost thing and uh, it goes up and it swoops in and strangles Renly, kills him and um, yeah so they just start they start killing people and, and anybody that's against them they just they, they burn them and that's when we meet the head of Renly's Kingsguard Kind of like Praetorian Guards, and mm-hmm. it is 
uh, Brienne of Tarth, who Brienne is Tarth. also a really, really awesome person. Who's so, a woman, but is a knight. She is not a lady. She does not like to be referred to as a lady. No. Mm-hmm. And so she, all of a sudden, she she knows immediately because the shadow baby had the face of Stannis Baratheon. And so she has like this vendetta of I'm going to kill Stannis Baratheon because Stannis killed my king, mm-hmm. King Renly. And a lot of people thought that she was the person to kill Renly because she was in like his tent when he was strangled. But she was not the person to do it. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. But anyway, so back in the north, um, Rob is... Um, Rob is sending one of his childhood friends back over to his homeland. Um, Theon is a Greyjoy, and the Greyjoys have the Iron Islands. And um, he's sending Theon back over to the Iron Islands to, um, like, plead for them, wasn't it? Basically, for them to join their side. Yeah. In the rebellion. Yeah. Um, however, he gets there, and he's talking to his dad, and his dad's like, we're not doing that. You're going to go back over there, and you're going to capture Winterfell. So, that's what Theon does. That's the Stark's castle. Yes. So, like an idiot, he goes back over, and, uh, he does capture, um, Winterfell. However, um, Bran and... Rickon. Rickon. I was like, Rickon. Bran and Rickon, which are the two youngest Stark boys, um, Stark boys they get away with the help of Hodor, which is uh-huh. a character you will learn to love. Hodor. Yep. Um, so instead, um, Theon hangs two farm boys from up the road in their place so that everyone thinks that all the Starks are either away from Winterfell or they're dead. Mm-hmm. So that he can lay claim. So Stark children, Rob is leading a rebellion down uh, down south. Uh, let's see, uh, Sansa is trapped in King's Landing. Uh, Brand and Rickon are escaped with Hodor and a wildling that they found. Mm-hmm. I can't remember her name. And Arya, um, oh John's at the wall, and Arya uh, has starts heading north to try to get back home. She gets to a place called Heron Hall, and lo and behold, that is where the Lannister army is camped out to rebel uh, to repel uh, the King of the North, Rob Stark's rebellion. So she slips in and she meets Tywin Lannister. This is the patriarch of the Lannister family. This is Cersei and Jaime and Tyrion's father. Uh, and she somehow becomes like his cupbearer and gets to know him. And uh, somehow he doesn't recognize her because she's yeah. cut her hair and she looks like a little mm-hmm. boy. Uh, and so they, um, and while she's there, she meets this mysterious person uh, named Jekin Hagar, who is a member of the Faceless Men of Essos, uh, centered in Bravos. This is another religion, the Faceless Men. Mm, yeah. And they're also like an assassin group who can kill people and take on their their likeness by taking their faces and so they're like masters of disguise and mm-hmm. trickery or whatever and so uh Jackin helps uh Arya escape Heron Hall in the middle of the Lannister camp and uh fast forwarding over to Essos uh, that's our eastern continent uh Daenerys is now leading uh Khal Drogo's uh Dorthraki horde with her dragons, but they're kind of shrinking. They have nowhere to go. They come to a city named Karth, or Korth, 
Uh, and there they meet Xero uh, Daxus, who betrays them, uh, basically tries to steal um, uh, tries to steal Danny's dragons. And, in the House of the Undying? And they lock him away in the House mm -hmm. of the Undying. Danny goes into the House of the Undying, has all these visions about what might become of the future. A lot of that's still up in the air. But gets the dragons, kind of defeats everybody, um, seals uh, Daxos into the tomb, and uh, kind of that's where her story ends in Karth. Back uh, with the War of the Five Kings, this is the rebellion that's going on on Westeros. Rob plots his next move against the Lannisters. Uh, Catelyn, Rob's mother, uh, is terrified that her daughter Sansa and Arya are trapped in King's Landing, so she uh, takes Jaime, who is uh, captured by Rob early on, and sends him off with Brienne of Tarth, that is Renly's Kingsguard, uh, who has escaped um, Stannis' clutches and has made her way to the Stark camp. She gives Brienne of Tarth the task of taking Jaime back to King's Landing and basically trading Jaime for Arya and Sansa and protecting Arya and Sansa and bringing them back to her so that she can make sure that they're safe. Yeah. Um, so going back to uh, the wall, which is, as you know, uh, it separates the, um, the far north. Yeah. What's it called? Beyond the wall. Just beyond the wall. Okay, yeah. Um, so beyond the wall are all the wildlings, and they don't have a king, quote unquote, and you know they don't really have any kind of law, and um, so the wall is like this eight hundred mile high, um, not really eight hundred miles. It's an ice wall. Yeah, it's just an ice wall um, that keeps all the wildlings out, keeps everything out, um, and that's where John is. So John is going on like this scouting mission beyond the wall to, um, you know, scout. and <laughs> See what's going on up there. Yeah, just to see what's going on. And um, he's captured by this group of wildlings who, um, mostly men, but there's this one girl. Egret. Egret. Yeah, okay, I always pronounce it wrong. Um, at first they don't really get along. Um, she keeps telling him, you know nothing, Jon Snow. Oh, that's um, that's why we named your this podcast, Lucas, yes. after yes. you know nothing, Lucas Dribble. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so they're up there, and then they get attacked by the White Walkers. So the White Walkers are the, the zombies, uh, but you don't know who the White Walkers are. Whites are reanimated humans who yeah. have come back from the dead. So, um, <laughs> so we have White Walkers and Whites, and the wall was built, like, forever ago by a guy named Brandon Stark mm -hmm. to keep... The White Walkers and the Whites out of the Seven Kingdoms. So Brand think the of builder. like Brand the Builder, mm -hmm. yeah. So think of like uh, think of Great Britain and think of like the Romans building uh, Hadrian's Wall to keep the Scottish out. Same kind of idea, except for the White Walkers are zombies and Scottish people are not. And beyond the wall, it's always cold, and it's always snowing, and you know just ice, all kinds of stuff. Um, so that's why it's, you know, they're the White Walkers, because they're, you know, whatever. Anyway, so moving on. Um, so back in King's Landing, um, Stannis decides that he's going to invade King's Landing with his fleet. Um, it doesn't really go well. Um, they do, 
or like Joffrey and his army do fight them off. Um, but I mean, they take a, a big hit. That's when um, Tyrion destroys the fleet with the wildfire, with the wildfire. that the Mad yeah. King had made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was, um, they use that as like a, they talk about it a lot more in the books. Anyway. Um, so Joffrey's not really the best king. People figure that out. They don't really like him. Um, but Tywin, you know, the Lannister patriarch comes to their rescue and they figure it out. So. And that is called the Battle of the Blackwater because the Blackwater um, Bay mm-hmm. is the kind of the sea that's King's Landing, King's Landing is on. And so Tyrion and Tywin kind of win the war and uh, defeat Stannis, and Stannis kind of limps away to fight another day. And that is the end of season two. So just a reminder, um, we do not want anyone to rate or review our show unless you are Lucas Triple. We don't have a website or any way that you can contact us because we have an audience of one. We want to thank the illustrious Terry, the greatest library ever erected by human hands. And that includes you, Library of Alexandria, for housing this award-winning podcast. And remember, you know nothing, Lucas Tribble. <laughs>